Wonder how that woman came up with her cool idea and turned it into a business? Listen in to find out how. Welcome to Women Inspired. I'm your host, Linda Ugalow, and on this show I interview entrepreneurs, changemakers, artists, and healers about what fires them up and how they put their dreams into action. And I'm so excited today to have on my show the founder and CEO of Girl Power Go, Erin Mahoney. Welcome to, to the show, Erin. Thank you, Linda. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. I am so super excited, and I love the, just the energy in the title of your business, Girl Power Go. Can you tell us about it? Sure. Um, Girl Power Go is uh, my company. Our mission is to empower girls and women everywhere, and uh, it's grown very organically. And I think I didn't know what it was going to look like. It's always evolving, but um, you know, we do workshops and programs. I've recently written some books, and so um, really, this journey is just to empower as many people as we can. Mm -hmm. You know, helping girls and women to realize they have this beautiful, bright light inside of them, and um, it's our job to help them make it shine as often as possible. So, how did you? come into this? Like, what was the genesis of, of the business? So, uh, it came from a need. Uh, you know, there was a girl that, um, many girls that I knew, actually, that were struggling with different things, whether it's uh, how to make good friends, how to navigate relationships, uh, how to love themselves. We all know women, including myself, that sometimes we don't practice compassion and grace and self-love. And so through that and through my own personal journey, I started to create programs. Um, really it was um, from this particular situation where I helped to empower a young girl to stand up for herself, but in a loving and kind way. And so that's really the foundation of um, the business and, and how it started. And now we go out into schools and we work with Parks and Recs, Girl Scouts, anywhere we can find space and interest. And there's a huge need for it. Uh, so I feel like this is big work and there can't possibly be too many people doing it. So we're, you know, now as we grow as an organization, we want to include as many people as we can in our journey um, to really do this genuine work that's heartfelt, but that's so completely necessary. Uh, there are mean girls everywhere and mean women. And um, I try to give people the strategies and tools to let those people melt away and leave our life. Uh, until you know they find their way, and um, but always being loving and kind. So it's it's a tricky balance. Yeah, it is because as you say, like the the girls who maybe be mean are needing the work as well. Absolutely right. Because what's going on with them? And so I actually talk about that in my first book, the um, Girl Power Guidebook for Parents and Instructors talks about how can we even spare the bully and that's why I always mention the loving-kindness piece uh, you know what's going on with that girl and certainly figuring out where the line is never letting yourself be mistreated but also extending that extra hand to um, you know help someone that might be struggling maybe they have things going on at home maybe they are struggling with uh, you know their weight or or trying to fit in or you know we serve girls from first to eighth grade and then from there we close the gap with women's programming. I feel like nine to 12 is, is young ladies. Mm. And uh, you know, but helping girls to say, you know, things are not always as they seem and how can we be more compassionate in general? 
Yeah. So as you brought these programs into schools and programs, was there any resistance or did people just open uh -huh. up their doors Oh, to sure. You? Oh, I wish. Wouldn't that be so nice? Uh, there's always resistance, right? And these are the things that that's where it separates, you know, those that, that go the extra mile. And um, I have a lot of skin in the game at this point, I feel like, is you know, and I've done my research, meaning that um, I've come up against oftentimes, well, what about boys? And I'm the first to say I'm the mother of two very strong boys and, uh, you know, but was raised by a single mom and I have one sister. And so therein lies the girl power. But just seeing the need, um, there's such a need that I just haven't gotten to the boys programs yet. But I have definitely had to do my diligence and do my research and in certain school systems even do an analysis of what are the current programs you have running and what's the gender in those programs and showing that a lot of girls, I would love to see girls signing up for everything across the board, whether it's basketball or karate. You know, we know girls that do those things, but in general, we were finding that a lot of these classes were um, being attended by boys. So even STEM, I love that there are so many women working with STEM, you know, science and technology for girls, uh, because for whatever reason, they kind of get pushed out of those, um, you know, those paths. Mm -hmm. So we want to keep them in it and keep their uh, eyes wide open, mind open to all things that come in and just, you know, acknowledging that girls need certain strategies and tools, uh, you know, especially with social media. That's a whole other show, you know, overexposed and but teaching them to love themselves, to, um, you know, behave in ways that make them feel proud of themselves and honor themselves. I think that's really important. And sometimes girls aren't hearing those messages. Mm -hmm. So, so you mentioned that you grew up in a family that a single mom mm -hmm. and a sister. So, do you feel like part of your interest came from that experience, or how did that fit in? Like, what, what's your personal connection to doing this? Well, and I think that uh, for me, definitely, because um, m you know, my mom was both parents, and so I definitely had a strong female in my life, my whole life, you know, growing up and. Um, following the lessons that she taught us. You know, we um, didn't have a lot. We certainly never felt like we were going without, but she used to say that she gave us all the good things that money couldn't buy. And I feel like that's what I want to pass on to as many kids as I can and women and people, right? We can't buy the good stuff. You have it in you or you help it to grow, you find it, you nurture it, you go after it. Um, so that's really where it comes from. Uh, you know, it's pretty deep inside of me. And had I had a male figure in my growing up in my home, I don't know that it would have been different. Um, it's all I know. So I can't really speak to uh, how it would be different. It's just that's, and so that's what I try to um, convey. Mm -hmm. You know, with that said, I'm very blessed and I have a wonderful marriage. And so I already see my kids seeing us together and the way that we uh, communicate and work together. And so that's really special because it's nothing I learned growing up. Mm -hmm. It's something that um, my husband and I had to cultivate. So. Mm. so do your boys say, what about us, mom? No. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> They're glad to be left out of the picture. Well, I did do one class. I did um, a summer program and I called it, uh, it was boy power. And then I've done kid power. I've done, you know, both genders um, during the school day, actually, which has been great. It was built around respect, uh, leadership, and strength, which is all part of girl power. And so really many of these things are for both genders. It's just um, taken off so much. And then I work with, I love collaborating with other women 
as well. And so that's why it's kind of, I think, swayed in that direction. But my boys are fine with me um, staying out of that piece. It was very different um, with the boys. I bring hula hoops and jump ropes and we do certain activities where they uh, might draw something or while they're learning the lesson, whatever it is to an activity to reinforce. And um, boys didn't really want to sit and draw pictures of themselves and use stickers as much. And so that, I've, I needed to work through that. And um, frankly, I was exhausted probably because my boys were in my class. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think they were six and eight at the time. And uh, I thought, oh my goodness, <laughs> it just wasn't working. But mostly because of the, the need. And people have you know, reached out to me when they heard about what we were doing and the results. You know, our eight-week program is our full program. And um, girls come into my room and I have them draw a self-portrait and some girls draw themselves the size of a peanut. And then at the end of eight weeks, they draw their braces. They draw their, their whole head doesn't even fit on the page. So that to me is the proof, you know, that's the, um, that says transformation to me. So we're just, you know, continuing to do that uh, for as long as we can. So not meaning to leave out the boys, of course not. And I have many friends, it's funny because a lot of the ladies on my team, I have uh, five instructors that work with me. And we all have boys with the exception of one. One has two boys and a girl. <laughs> so we're all boy moms and we're all teaching girl power. But I think a piece of that too is I'm raising my boys to be good men and respect women and respect girls. And, and all of these lessons, I want them to be compassionate and kind and thoughtful. And so we instill those, that leadership and respect in our boys as well. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, and I know all those moms that are working with me are working hard to do that. So oftentimes we have worksheets with each class or positive thoughts and I can't tell you how many people have taken extra copies for their boys or you know I'm always happy to share anything we post out there. We want people to share it and use it and benefit from it. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned um, three um, attributes or measure measures of transformation at the end of the class. Can you say th again what they are? Uh, so we do the self-portraits? No, you were or, saying uh, strength was... Oh, yes. Uh, leadership, leadership, respect, and strength. And so that, um, you know, even our tagline is be strong, be smart, be amazing. And so strong in your physical body, because each class has physical fitness, we want kids to be active, um, as well as women. When I do my women's programming, we do energy work, like meditation or yoga or tapping. Um, with our kids, we kickbox. We do yoga. We do boot camp style. Um, I bring apparatus that's appropriate for kids, you know, weighted balls, um, things like that. So uh, it's that be strong, be smart in your decisions, um, work hard, be a leader, take responsibility. And then you put those all together and you're amazing. So, and we also teach kids that um, you're just right just the way you are. You know, uh, it's, it's hard. Kids are trying to figure out everything their bodies, their friends, their classrooms, their and sports, their skills. And usually we measure ourselves up on the low end. Always, always comparing, mm -hmm. right? The grass is always greener kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And just teaching kids to embrace each other's uniqueness and start with yourself. So it's, it's hard, they're big concepts, but I think the sooner we can get to them and start nurturing that, um, you know, the better off that they are, the better their chances are. Mm -hmm. um, so tell me about the book that you wrote about girl power. So the book, so what happened was I went to a great conference and I met a gentleman uh, that helps entrepreneurs um, to kind of bring their businesses onto a bigger platform. I was interested in that, but my first priority was 
is being a mother. And so uh, he and I talked for just a few minutes. I told him how we were in schools at the time. I think we were in about 18 towns. I think now we've touched probably 25 to 30 towns. And so in Massachusetts, um, and, and widening that reach all the time. But he said to me, you should write a book. You should translate it in every language, and that's how you go global. And I was like, wow, that sounds awesome. I think I should work with you. And so uh, I did that. We entered into this partnership. And so from that, the books were born. So I had all this content. And so I wrote this book to give parents the tools that they might need. And so the vision is that, as well as my instructors, or really anyone, Girl Scout leaders can now um, purchase. We have a journal as well as the Girl Power Guidebook. And so they can do that with a group, a small group. They can do it in a school. Um, a mom could do it in her kitchen, a single dad, whatever. So that was really the, the goal, was to find a vehicle to get these lessons, strategies that I know have a positive impact um, out to as many people as we could. So if somebody is listening from California or from the UK and they say, oh, this sounds like a great program, right? do they buy, they buy a bunch of books, they get the guidebook, they get the workbooks, they... So there's a couple of different ways that they mm -hmm. can do it, and so that's a great question. So I actually am collaborating with a woman right now. She's a guidance counselor for the fourth grade in British Columbia. So we're going to do some Skype training. So I have a certification as well. Uh -huh. And so when they're putting into schools, you know, we really recommend for them to keep the integrity of the program and have the support from myself and, and my company that uh, they train with us. And so we figure out what we need to do. I've already done um, a training. Uh, it was We did it via the web because it was through a grant um, in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. And so they purchased, they had a grant, and so they did some training with me. And instead of me traveling um, and taking that money out of their grant, I said I would rather see you buy books to actually put them into the girls' hands. And so let's do it um, the web. And so that's been really brilliant, you know, and I know they're doing a great job there. So that's exciting. We have a woman that reached out from, um, her kids are in an international school in Japan because our books now are available in nine countries. And so um, she's hoping to implement as well. Fifth grade, I think we're going to start with there. Mm -hmm. It's a little crazy, mm -hmm. but that was that's what we, we wanted. So they can purchase the books and try to kind of go for it, but we do recommend that there's at least a lead person or, you know, depending on the size of the group that they're going to do. With uh, in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, I trained eight ladies uh, that are going to bring it into multiple schools mm -hmm. that desperately need it. And what do you hear from the girls afterwards? Uh, we hear that how much they love it. Yesterday I had a class, actually, just as an example. It was called Loving Kindness, and their task was to, we talk through ways that they can be loving and kind. Um, sometimes we talk about ways that maybe they're not being loving and kind, whether it's to siblings or things that happen during the day at school. And, um, and then they make cards for anyone, a teacher or a parent or a sibling or a friend. Um, but it can't be a thank you. It can't be a birthday. It needs to be um, from a place of uh, appreciation or gratitude. And so we talk about that. And I got some cards yesterday oh. in my class, their first and second grade. And um, that's always pretty amazing, you know, that they, they get it. And they say, you know, we love being at Girl Power. Um, a lot of times I hear that they don't want it to end. They think that the hour goes too fast. We meet once a week for eight weeks. Um, but then I try to follow them beyond that. So now I'm starting to do collaborations with um, the Youth Commission and um, libraries even so which is that's very exciting just another way kids are so so busy and so it's hard my biggest competition I feel like is time mm 
mm -hmm. uh, that kids, you know, they're taking music lessons and art lessons and sports and, and getting tutors and all these things that are so important. So to fit us in is, is a tricky thing. So mm -hmm. uh, we just keep um, pushing through and finding new ways. So, and collaborating, you mm -hmm. know, with, with organizations that have the kids in their space. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. And so you mentioned it's for girls, but it's also for women. Yes, so what I found was through teaching this, uh, these programs, many different programs, um, workshops for middle school as well as you know our eight-week program was that many educators um, leaders that I was working with in the community moms said you know Erin we need this for us and so I thought yeah we kind of do you know I think through my own personal development was how many of these things were born uh, the lessons that were passing on and so I thought you know that's so true I'm, I'm kind of missing this whole uh, this whole group and I don't want to do that right because I think um, strong women teach girls how to be strong and, and um, make good decisions and powerful and all of that and vice versa. So we're helping their girls but mom needs the love too or whoever it is, every woman. And so I um, already had the content. It's pretty much the same, self-love. Um, with women I went into things that were from my own personal struggles. You know, the power of forgiveness, the power of letting go. Um, I'm a big goal setter but sometimes goals beat us up. You know, and so that was some of the stuff that I um, incorporated into my newest book, Positive Vibes for Women. Okay, and that's this book right that's here. That's this book. Yes. And I'm so in love with the cover. I feel like um, I get so emotional when I, but there's so much that I've poured into these books. It makes you very vulnerable. Um, but this uh, image was one that I've used in slides. I don't know who the woman is. I hope she finds me. Um, but she just looks deeply in love with herself. And that's really what I want for every woman. Uh, that I know and I don't know. I want them to feel grounded and secure uh, regardless of what's going on, you know, regardless of our weight or our job or our family makeup or, you know, there's so much noise out there. I think everyone just kind of, if you can slow down and, um, and, and drop in, then you can find this place of love and compassion. So uh, that's what this book is all about. And it's, um, it's very different than the other two books. The other two books are pretty large. And uh, this one is just a sweet little book. I wanted ladies to be able to tuck it in their purse and take it with them everywhere. And people have highlighted it and sent me photographs, which I love. And so I hope they keep doing that or saying, you know, I really needed this today. So um, it's, it's been amazing. And I think it's just the beginning for the women's series because I'm starting to do a lot of conferences and more speaking. And um, I love that being on this platform and then giving them the tools to take with them, mm -hmm. you know. So what do you learn or what have you learned? What stands out from having, you know, because you've put together these programs, you've offered it in service, you run all of these um, workshops. What has surprised you or what have you or what have you had to like shift because of it? Well, I think, you know, I'm human and I think we all sometimes, uh, whether it's taking things personally or um, maybe not reacting to certain situations like we want to, those kinds of things. So I'm always a work in progress and I'm the first to say that, um, you know, just because we've learned it or we're uh, practicing living a certain way doesn't mean that it's ever finished. So I feel like I'm a life learner, and that's probably the biggest piece, is that I've learned to um, learn from others and allow them to learn from me with 
um, very little judgment and uh, learning to let things melt away. Things that I can't control. I, you know, teach people we can't control others' behaviors, uh, words, actions. We can only control ours. So I think the important thing for myself is to remember that I have all the choices right in front of me. I mean, it's powerful and teaching others that, but sometimes we forget. All the choices to how you want to feel or respond to something, is that what you mean? Right, uh, mm -hmm. to hold, how I want to hold my energy and how I want to hold the energy of others. Mm -hmm. I get to decide. If someone comes at you in a certain way and they're having a bad day, for example, or you're in a work environment and it's hostile, you know, we, I could rattle off probably so many examples, right? Um, but I get to decide how I'm going to receive that energy and how it's going to make me feel. Is it going to ruin the rest of my day? Is it going to throw me into a tailspin? Or am I going to take a deep breath and realize that maybe that has nothing to do with me? Maybe that person needs kindness and compassion. Maybe I just need to walk away from them because it's a, you don't want to be a doormat either, right? So it's just finding the balance. And I think always remembering that, that we're often out of balance. Mm -hmm. um, but you can bring yourself back. It takes work. It's tremendous work. And so I feel like that's my bigger work, is to help others to find that place and to tell them you are okay, mm -hmm. you know, just the way you are. You can get through anything. You just have to have faith in yourself and, and you know, deep love and belief. So you, give, you gave us an example of if someone comes at you or comes across your path in the day and they're kind of in a grumpy mood or they snap at you, you can take a breath and just decide maybe this has nothing to do with me, not make any assumptions, and either give them some loving kindness or walk away or... Right, mm -hmm. right. Just realizing, wow, I have the power to how I want to hold this energy. Mm -hmm. You know, we are each very powerful beings. And, um, you know, sometimes you might just react and, and, you know, depending on what that, if it's a hostile situation, right, because we're all human, I've certainly done that. But then learning from that, you mm -hmm. know, if it's if it's... And because you never get what you want or feel fabulous on the other side of that. So I try to stay in a, a happy place as often as I can and, um, and knowing that that's work all the time. Yeah. You know, people are stressed, they're fatigued, they, we work a lot, we're plugged in a lot, we mm -hmm. don't get enough sleep. You know, it goes on and on and on. So figure out what makes you feel incredible and do it as often as you can. And have compassion when you encounter others that are clearly not in a good vibe. Yeah. And positive vibes, you know. I yeah. say it all the time. I want to send them out, but we deserve to receive too. Yeah, that's a great life lesson. I, yeah. I think it is. To know that it doesn't have to ruin our whole day. It doesn't. Yeah. Right. And you get to decide how much, how it's going to um, consume you and for how long. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we need to sit in things and we need to um, kind of ponder them and, and, and kind of, I call it sitting in the pain. Mm. Um, and that's okay too. Mm -hmm. But the key is to not let yourself sit there too long. Yeah. And uh, you know, know that you have a choice. Yep. So your new book is called Positive Vibes for, for Women. women. Mm -hmm. And tell me where where are you going with it next? Like, oh gosh, who knows? The sky's the limit, Linda. That's so how I what, roll. <laughs> what's what's happening right now? That's exciting. So about exciting it. things that are happening. Uh, lots of conference opportunities. Lots of opportunities to speak. Um, I have a collaboration with Barnes & Noble, which I'm really excited about. So I've already been to 
the one in Burlington, um, Massachusetts, is one of the largest ones in the country, which I just learned. And so they are fantastic over there. We have a great relationship. They've just invited me to be there again on December the 2nd, um, you know, talking with people, sharing these messages, signing books. So lots of book signings and, um, you know, conferences. I want to talk to big groups of people um, so that we can inspire more and empower more. And growing the Girl Power Go community. Mm -hmm. We really want it to be a community of people where they can um, plug in to our social or our website and really um, get these messages every single day, mm -hmm. you know, um, and, and just trying to, to get it out there. Mm -hmm. um, sprinkle love on as many people as we can. Yeah. Now you mentioned that you are a veteran. I am a veteran and I'm so proud and honored that I was able to serve my country. It's, it runs very, very deep for me um, without getting political. It, it makes me so sad and angry. That's probably a trigger point of when I have to decide how to hold my energy. When I um, watch my New England Patriots, who I love, or any team that they're playing, and people are sitting or kneeling for the anthem, makes me crazy. <laughs> because I feel like regardless of color, religion, political views, we. Um, we should honor those that serve, not just because I served, but there are those making much larger sacrifices than I did. I was pretty much during peacetime. Um, I got out of the military at the end of um, Operation Desert Storm. Uh, I went to Aviano Air Base um, when, during the Bosnian War. Mm -hmm. and, um, but that was the safe haven. <clears throat> I was incredibly lucky. Mm -hmm. uh, well, you know, I have a um, magic wild card. Okay pick where I'd love for you to just like see what card comes into your hand okay, and I'm put on my glasses I'm and I'd love for you to riff about what it means to you in your work okay. or business now the last time I was here oh this is such a good one it's what we're talking about what is this patience patience so it's much of what we were talking about it's uh, allowing yourself to be patient with yourself and with others to, I really do try to always find the good in others. I think everybody has good in them. Um, sometimes not everyone shows it <laughs> as often as they must, right? Mm -hmm. I don't want to seem like I'm naive or it's just a big kind of love bubble. bubble. But I think if we can um, be patient, meaning you know more loving and kind and gentle, slowing down a little bit, then uh, things can be easier. Life doesn't have to be so hard. I think a lot of us make life more difficult than it has to be. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what I would say on the spot mm -hmm. with, the, um, with the box. I love that. That's beautiful. Box. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes. Thank you. So uh, where can people find more about Girl Power Go and Positive Vibes for Women? So all of our books are on Amazon, which we're super excited about that. Um, they all were bestsellers on Amazon, which we're very proud of. So you can go, uh, you can enter Erin Mahoney Girl Power and all of the books will come up. Uh, you can also get information and we hope that people will um, find us on the web at girlpowergo.com and subscribe to our website because we're going to be, um, we do email blasts, not too often, we won't spam you, but just to give you positive vibes and good energy and, and girl power often. Uh, so, and then on our social media, we're on Facebook, of course, and Instagram and uh, Twitter. Well, so thank you so much for us. coming on and sharing with us this wonderful work that you're doing. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. You're helping me to, you know, share our mission to empower women and girls everywhere. So we're doing it. Yes. Yes. 
So it's such a gift when someone shares their passion and, and tells it to the world. And it's so important for us to all get out and share our messages. And I want to ask you, what is your message? What is your next thing that you're going to do to share with the world, whether it's a presentation or a video or speaking up in the community? And if you do have something coming up, I invite you to download my Fear to Fabulous Blueprint, Mastering the Inner Game of Speaking with Confidence on Video or Live. And you can get that at lindayugalo.com forward slash blueprint. I hope you enjoyed the show and be sure to tune in to the next one. Thank you for listening to Women Inspired. The show is recorded live in the studios of Bedford TV in Massachusetts. Music courtesy of Sheik Gamin. If you like this episode, please leave a review or comment. You can subscribe to the podcast in iTunes or watch all the TV episodes of Women Inspired with the show notes and links at www.lindayugalo.com forward slash TV.